Welcome to track number seven of Gates and Roads. For you are dead. <laughs> and your life is hid with Christ in God. For you are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God. For you are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God. For you are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God. For you are dead. And your life, your life, your life, your real blowing of time, your real life, living of life. Can't you see that life is not as you thought it would be? Almost no, none of the experiences we thought are the way we thought they would be. Almost none have worked out the way we thought they would be. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I am lying. None have worked out the way we thought it would be. For no one that I know, I don't know anybody for whom it has worked out that way we thought, we read about, we see it in the film, we see it. It's not like that. You can pretend all you want, but I know it's not like that for you too. <laughs> as you make your face and look at me as though you don't really understand what I'm saying. <laughs> or you are dead and your life is hid with Christ. In God set your affection on things above and not and not and not and not and not on things on the earth we are so happy when we open bank accounts oh <laughs> it's one of our achievements and as we see the money increases <laughs> what are you doing you, you see what I'm saying? Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. It's like, it just, it's just something that is an imagination of something that you have. As though you have some security, you have some, you don't have anything. You don't have anything. In just a moment of time, it will have no value. It takes just a second to cross over. And it's of no value. And only one thing is of value at that point. And it's God. How you live for God. Or you are dead. Your life is hid with Christ in God. Set your affection on things above. Set it now. Set it from this time. How many realize that your, your affection has been on things on earth? And I just want a few hands if there is anybody here like that. Your affection has been on things on earth. Big time. We are, we are working big time. Suffering for the things on earth. Working for the things on earth. Moving around for the things on earth. Being guided constantly by our G15. Being told that this is an area, this is a place where somebody of your caliber must not be in such a place. You must be in another place. Meanwhile, the hole from where you were dug out, back home from where you come. You wouldn't want to go there to even see what it's like. And then now suddenly we have developed some new American airs and some new American standards for our life. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't live in this. Oh, would you buy things from Kmart? So what is Kmart? He says, you are now you are a graduated person with tastes and, de and desires for different things. You know, it's a great thing, I tell you. Perfection is just all here. And men govern 
your way you go. Careful now. Are you still around or you are decided to go away? Are you with me? All right. He, the next, when, when you follow the honor of man, you are unable to walk closely with God. You see, these are the, it's a gate that opens for you all this inability to be close to God. I mean, what kind of bad thing is this? You can't sacrifice for God. You, 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 can't, you, can't, you can't serve God. You can't please God. You, you can't be close to God because you are walking by the honor of man. What kind of thing is this? It must not be a good thing. I do not think it is a good thing. Amen. Amen. Now, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5, says something to us. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I believe God is speaking to us at this camp meeting. Yes. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him before his translation he had this testimony amen He was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. And he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now turn with me to Genesis chapter 5, verse 21. Genesis chapter 5. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Hmm. Are you there? You are there? Verse 21, And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begot Methuselah. All right. And Enoch walked with God after he begot Methuselah three hundred years. And he begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred and sixty-five years. Verse 24, and Enoch walked with God. Everybody say, walked with God. Walked with God. And he was not, for God took him. He was not, is the other way of saying, he, he did not die. You know, and God took him. And, and what was it that was characteristic about Enoch? Was that he walked with God by faith. He was close and he walked. He walked with the Lord. How close are you to God? How close are you to God? Listen, I'm going to give you another chart. How many tried the prayer last night? Did, did it work? Or you didn't feel anything? You are feeling sleepy tonight? No. Good. You do pray? Good. Keep on doing it. In the night. Pray for 10 minutes. Serious prayer, not just lying in the bed, the Lord, whatever they do, then in the, it's like daylight. No. Walk around and pray for 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes, an hour, depending what, if you can, and then before you sleep. Amen. 
Are you listening to me? Are you there? You are there? He How close is Louisa to the Lord? How close? How close is Sarah to the Lord? How close? How close are you? Listen. In this coming year, I want to tell you something. You know what? I want you to be close to God. It's so important. You see, the whole ministry, I'm not telling you things you have to go and do. Go and visit. Go and pray. Go and this. Go and preach. Go and this. This how to preach. This how to that. If you really want to know how to preach and want to do it, there I've said all these things, you know. But I'm telling you about yourself so that you can do the surgery and you can change the thing that you need to change. You need to be close to God. You see, when you speak with authority, it's because you are close to the person. You, you, you talk to the person. So you are telling us something that you, you, you have some authority because you have some interaction. There's no interaction. There's no authority. That's why your preaching is powerless. The people, they just listen because they say it's lighthouse. And because lighthouse is that they have to be faithful to lighthouse and there's no other lighthouse. But if they had a choice, they wouldn't come. Mercy, Lord. Forgive us all. And the sheep too, they know things. Sheep, they are wild though. Only that they don't say everything. Later then they start to say what they are thinking. <laughs> Watch out for the sheep, I tell you. Be close to God. It's so important to be close to God. If you are close to and you look at what I'm even sharing with you. Is it not frightening how we think we are going on a road and we are so far? From the real road you can be so far and this is all right in our own bibles or am i not talking to you from the bible we are right here and if you don't take care you can be so far from god and in the name you'll be carrying on preaching this that 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 whatever you are far mercy lord amen so brothers and sisters this year I want to suggest something, you know. I, I think that sometimes you should you should not come to church. You should rather go and pray. If if that is the time that you will get to pray. You know, like maybe Rachel and uh, Michael. So uh, Michael will say, you know, today is when you have your service, Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday. Yeah. And Michael will say, you know, Rachel, take the service. I'll be praying. For, for all of us for mercy yeah you just go to church and pray i mean if that's what it has come to you get it so that there can be some contact <laughs> between you and god then i think it's it's, it's 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 better than nothing yeah even sunday you can say you know louisa and george you get it louisa you could you could say to george you know, George, take the service. I'm going to pray. And then you go and pray, not that you go and sleep somewhere. <laughs> or cook. And then you are falling further than Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Huh? What do you think about what I'm saying? Yeah. If that is what is coming to, I think that contact, would you say that sometimes your contact with God is very, very minimal? How many would feel that that happens in your life? Very, very minimal contact with God. Do you see? Yeah, very minimal. And we are running on the grace pipeline coming straight from heaven. Mercy and grace pipeline. Something that we are not even asking for. <laughs> I, I want to suggest that. I said, son, this Sunday I didn't go to church. I was just praying for morning, from the night before, in the night, 3 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., praying the morning, Sunday, Montreal, the Sunday, whatever. That's all. I have more faith in the prayer than I have in myself and in all the things I've tried to do, which haven't worked, as I've tried to let them work. Or oh, you haven't done things which are not working. You have a lot of things that are not working, though. <laughs> The way I feel they can work. You may be impressed with me, but you are not God. And I'm not here to serve you. My marketing scheme is not you. I have at least between two and 3,000 people sitting there on, in church on Sunday morning. I consider myself a failed pastor. And I'm seeking God for restoration and, uh, what do you call it? Help. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not joking, no. You may think that it's a joke. There's no joke about what I'm saying. Yeah. You may be happy with your 23 people. 16, 11, 2, 5, 46, 53. I'm not happy with what... To me. No. 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 If that's what it's come to... Pastor Joel... Leave your wife, says Sarah. You got, I can't pray. Just go to church. I walk about in your house from the time they go to church to the time they come back. Pray for five hours. Call on God. Wait on the Lord. Have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us mercy. Lord, deliver us from evil. Lord, keep us. Pour your grace upon the church, upon our life. Pray for your wife. Pray for your children. Pray for your lives. That's what it has come to. Let us do that. No, I'm serious. Let's do teamwork. Teamwork. Kojo, are you with me? Send your wife. Go and, go and preach. I, I want to just be in the house and pray. And pray. If that is what it has come to, then let's do that. I think we'll be better off to make some kind of contact with God. God sees you where you are battling. You know. <laughs> Tell somebody, God sees you where you are battling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We can see our contact with God is so minimal. No. And who does it impress? Who does it impress? See, because man does not see that part. We carry on and on and on. And yet we do our hair. Our hair is done. Our nails are done. We have got special nails, acrylic nails. What have you? We have now labeled, uh, you have the, the write the, na- the initials on the nails. Various things. This uh, for the hair, that for the hair. I like, I don't like it. This. I, I, want, I want the short hair. I don't like the short Okay, I want the long hair. Okay, I've got tired of the long hair. I want this style. We have time. 
to go and sit at places for them to do our hair for hours and pay fifty dollars eighty dollars for our hair and there we are when it's time for offering then we'll be finding the nearest coin forgive lord pastor joel my preaching is not nice this time you see Lord, help us all. I say our contact with God is minimal, minimal, extremely low. And yet we come out. As for our said, there will be iron to the letter. Do you see some of us ironing? We start. Perfecto. Immaculate. There we go. Looking good again. And the people don't know. Dry bones are coming to preach to you. Cockroaches in the spirit. From quarrels and other things. And we are coming to minister. Dry rivers which have dried up long time ago. Sand is coming out on the people. And these are the sheep. They don't know anything. You just remember. Just you say, the sand is water. And you have to chew it. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God, and there are no shepherds because the people, the shepherds, they are looking for other things. The pressure is on other areas. As we press forward harder, you have two children in America. You are not satisfied. I need three. Three, you are not okay. I need four. Even without household, with various problems, as for child, I can do. I can. It can't be compatible with anything. I can put aside my career for let me have child, let me have this, this, more. There's no time to pray. There's no time for the things of the Lord. So, if this is where we are, I am giving you. Pastor Joel, I tell you, look, a time come when you say, look, you know. You, you and I, we are not going to church. We are we, we praying. Let's pray. If it's Sunday we can pray, let it be so. On Sunday we'll just pray. Yeah. Mina, don't be so worried. If you don't even have any church, you just pray. Pray for all of us. Pray for, pray for, pray for us. We need it. We need it. We need it. I need it. I need it. Can't you see? As I'm sharing the word, you begin to discover more and more how you need Forgiveness and correction and help. Yes. And the sad thing is, as you are doing, you are so confident of yourself. You know the way we started, say, you know, the chapter that this place, a lot of people have a lot of problems. These people, 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 people. Say, and then when the Lord reveals it to us, it's like, you know, you are going to talk about who? Can't you see the whole problem is starting? Yes. You are the problem. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah. Zero contact. By faith, Enoch, he didn't even die. 
He was so close. When God turns left, he turns left. When God turns right, he turns right. When God goes back, he goes back. He walked with God. Some of us, God went this way long time, and we are still here. Long ago, he turned off, and we are just far away. The last time we were near to God was years ago. Years ago was the time you were nearest to God. Years ago. Even as you are being appointed as a pastor, you are being appointed by mistake or by circumstance. But really, you, the last time you were near to God was maybe years ago when you were in secondary school and you were close to God. That was the last time you were close to God. Since that time, you have been growing further in spite of man's appointment as pastor or shepherd or elder or whatever. You are getting further and further away from your God. That is why Rejoin met pastors who were great founders, great who had written books. They were in the lowest part of heaven. Lowest. The way he saw this glorious king, it was a beggar who had won only one soul. And he said, How can he say, Do you see my king? My king. And the pastors were somewhere else. To whom much is given, much will be required. It may have been better for you not to come to Lighthouse than to come and be hearing all these things and to go back the same. But it will be better that you are in lighthouse, that you hear these things and do them and have an eternal and greater weight of glory on the day of reckoning. That would have, that, that, that would be the great advantage. It's, it's like prophetic. You can have visions. It's an advantage. You can see and know. But there's also a danger. You can easily go astray. It's the same thing as being here. You are getting this, it can help you. But it can also be your greatest judgment. I pray for myself and I pray for you. Stand to your feet, please. Lord, we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan. Willingly gone in the wrong direction We've disobeyed your command Father forgive us Spirit come lead us Back to the way Back to the truth Back to the fullness of the
accomplishments, the joy of my life and the pains of my life, I lay them down before you, O Lord. Use them now for your glory. Use them now for your glory, Lord. Use them now for your glory.
you have not pressed for them but for other things other things that you have set your affections your heart your life some of you have given up your very lives for these things but I will bless you and I will use all these things and make them work out for good for you who love me they will turn into favor into my blessing and my mercy if you will hearken and obey and what was dust and mud in your hand will turn into something of real value. My son, my child, my daughter, it is a chance. It's a day of hope. It's a day of new things. It's a day of the beginning of a new kind of life. With your eyes upwards, your heart lifted up to me, your thoughts upon heaven, you will see things differently and you will walk a new life. And men shall wonder what kind of people are these who have no thought for their lives and no thought for everything. But set your affection on things above. For when Christ shall appear, then your life shall appear. Your life of glory, of an eternal weight of value, shall suddenly appear. Believe these things for they are so, and they shall come to pass shortly in your life. For some of you shall see the streets of heaven before others do. And you shall be encouraged. And you shall know that the things that were spoken were true. And they are not lies. And they shall surely come to pass. Be a believer in deed and in truth. Not just in name. But walk in my will. For I have a great blessing. There's great hope. I see hope. There's great hope. Yes, says the Lord, there's hope. There's great excitement and hope for the warriors and the witnesses of heaven are standing watching to see your response to the word of the Lord that has come to you so strong so real. Will you rise and march forward? Or will you turn back to the earthly things that have kept you bound for so long? Will you rise and go forward with your shiny armor to defeat the enemy and drive him backwards. It's a day of great hope. It's a great day of another opportunity. Don't be Gehazi and turn back. After all is said and done, may it not be that you turn away from his will. 
once again. For you have turned away time and again. And I closed my eyes as if I didn't see. Time and again. And I gave you space and time to repent. This is a chance, a last chance for some, a last chance for many. Turn again, for your place shall be read, shall be taken by others. And your, your position shall be taken by others who are waiting in line to step in. Don't think you are indispensable. You are just blessed and privileged to be here. For there are others I have raised up that you know not of. Thousands of them coming, marching, hearing the sound of my spirit in their hearts, ready to take up the battle, ready to fight in your place, to take over from you where you left off and where you would not go further. I have men that will go further. I have daughters that will go further. I have children that will go further. They shall come. They are also coming. They are a great army. But there is no need for them to replace you. There is a need for them to come up behind you and walk in the path you have made for them. But if you don't go, they will come and take over and replace you and do their work as well. My son and my daughter, it is time to run and walk with me. It's time to take up your sword and fight. For there is a battle. There is a war. There is a fight to be fought. There is my will to be sought. And my plan to be fulfilled. That you may say with Paul one day, I fought a good fight. Not a fight for money, for that's not a good fight. Not a fight for earthly possessions, that's not a good fight. Laying up for yourself treasures in heaven is a good fight. Where moth and rust do not corrupt. Where planes do not destroy in one day all that man has built. My son and my daughter is a day of hope. A day new things coming your way lift your hand and just thank him for a day a day a new day for you Shandele May a day of great hope a day of great expectation in heaven blessed be the name of the Lord 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 Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. My embracing Rolede. My embracing Rolede. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. Sit down, let me tell you something. See, the sound of what we are hearing is the sound of the Lord sending out a message to his troops, giving you another chance to attack. Reinhard Bonke was asked by the Lord to write a book, a little book that will probably not make him rich or famous, and post it in every house in the whole of Europe every address free and then the Lord told him you are the sixth person I've asked to write this book if you do not write it I'll move to the next person I've asked other five other people to do it they haven't done it will you do it and then he did it you see God is giving us another call go and we don't go go we don't go go we don't go he's coming again go the troops in heaven and the witnesses are listening you see the bible says we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses amen 
Who are these cloud of witnesses? These cloud of witnesses are the people he has been talking about. For the elders, by it, obtain a good report. Then he goes on, the next verse is chapter 12 of Hebrews. It says, wherefore, because of these elders who have gone before us, therefore, since we are surrounded by this great cloud of people who are watching, those who have gone on and have received a good report by faith and are waiting and watching, we are surrounded by this let us run with patience the race that is set before us hallelujah laying aside every weight and the thing which that so easily beset us brothers and sisters as i have preached this heaven is listening people are watching do you believe in spiritual things people are watching it's uh, a vision that he had in the lord his i forgot the exact relation but his relation one of his nephews or niece or something died his sisters died or whatever and uh, when she died I think she when she died um, she went to heaven and uh, when she went to heaven her, her, her she had had a daughter or so who had died earlier isn't it is it a daughter? Uh -huh. Tell me the story. Do you remember the story? Yeah, tell me the detail. I've forgotten myself. I'm, I'm remembering two visions. That's why. Uh, Do you hear this on my preach on my tapes, Oma? Okay. Yeah. His sister's daughter died as a baby. Yes. No, 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 that's a different one. And had died. Uh -huh. He went to heaven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you hear what she's saying? Oh, okay. Um, Kenneth Hagen relates the story. His his sister died, and um, he was very sad about her death and everything. So he, he said one time he was lying on his bed thinking about her, and then suddenly he found himself in heaven, and he saw his sister, and she was very happy and when she saw him she said you know i saw my daughter who died when she was a child about five years old and she was very happy in heaven and everything and then his sister went on to tell him that he needed to speak to her her son an older son who i think had been a christian before but had backslidden and so on he said he will listen to you he needs to give his life to christ and so on so she she told him that and i think she's she asked him to speak to another relative also. But then Kenneth Hagen himself says that um, his sister, after his sister had died, I think her, her husband had married again or something. Somebody yeah, there, had, was, there was a young lady yeah. who was 25 years old and her husband died or she died. 
No, she died, and she her died. husband had married again. And it did not seem to concern her the least. In fact, what she was more concerned about was talk to this person, he needs to get born again, he needs to rededicate his life, this and that. You see, Kenneth, he was telling this story to illustrate the fact that the people in heaven are watching for the spiritual moves that we make. You know, that when we take the step spiritually, then they notice what we've done and what, we, what is going on. So the sister had noticed, the, was concerned about the salvation of her brother and the salvation of whatever. And even when she had died, I think it was a younger person or so, she was not, uh, her husband had remarried and had had children. And that was the least of his concern, but was the salvation. In fact, she didn't even know about that. She didn't even know about that. She talked about the salvation and whatever else of, of this. In the book, Following God's Plan for Your Life, you, you see that story in the first few pages there. You know, and you realize that it's like heaven is watching your response. I tell you, that is God. God is watching for George's spiritual move that he's going to make. And when you make that move, God is going to bless you powerfully. So I feel something like, here it is. Make, it's your move now. The ball is in your court. Play. And let's see. I said the day you start to press for spiritual things, you will start to see what I'm talking about. I won't say it. Nobody will say it. Even people will come to me and be telling me testimonies from where you are. Where you are, trouble will start to come from that place. Because you are now pressing for things that have not been pressed for before. <laughs> okay? There's no trouble because... There is no godliness. They that will live righteous in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. I'm telling you, let's make a move. It's your move now. All those who are relocating, you are making a move. Those who are staying, make your moves. You heard what I told you. Even if it means how we will pray. You know, if it means even that, okay, today I'm not going, you go and I'm praying. Let's, let's try it. Let's do it. Pray. And if you sit at home watching films and news and what have you, then the Lord himself should forgive us. Amen. Never say that I told you to stay at home and watch a film. I never did. Amen. We'll take a break. Amen. There are so many things here. I don't know. Maybe I should just read them out and then we'll just... Mercy, Lord. Hey. Shall we? All right. Okay. Inability to sacrifice, inability to walk close with God. It brings about inability to build for God. Hebrews chapter 11. Amen. 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 Inability to build for God. Noah built an ark for God. When the honor of man is on our lives, we would like to build our own houses. Is that not so? Is that not so? Yeah. Always look at what you spend on yourself to guide you as to whether you can give. Always look at what you spend on yourself. That guides you as to what you have, what you can give. And what you can really do. Amen. 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 Next one. 
inability, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 9, inability to live anywhere else. Inability to live anywhere else. Inability to live anywhere else. We're just about to end for today. I believe we've had a lot of stuff already. Hebrews 11 verse 9, by faith, he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. Listen carefully. You cannot live anywhere. Abraham lived in dwelling where? In tents with Isaac. A very rich person. A very rich person. Have you ever thought about it? Genesis 13 verse 1. Abraham was very rich. A rich person is staying in tents. Amen. So think about it. You may have a green card or an American passport and you choose not to dwell here but to dwell somewhere else. Except the gate, a narrow gate has been opened to you. You can't easily walk there. Yeah. To move from the mansion to stay in a tent when you have a mansion. Abraham was a very rich man with his private army. Not many people have a private army. Remember when the kings of Sodom came and attacked, he sent his army to 250 people or so. He got a whole army that you feed every day. It's not easy to maintain an army. 250 people. He was very, that was his, and Abraham was very rich. And he dwelt intense, intense because he was looking for a city with foundations. So in fact, if the honor of man is on you, you can't easily live at a lower place than you are qualified to live or that you could live. Sometimes I just look at people as they are struggling for visas. Struggling for this, struggling for this. And you realize that some people even have it and they are not even using it. Because it is nothing to them. You can't easily live in a tent when you could live in a mansion but because you don't care you know and god can say all of us should build tents now and move into the tents one time one of my pastors had a meeting he said something pastor kakra and he said something he said all of us pastors must live in tents he said that god spoke to him and showed him that his real people that he used they all lived in tents ready to move at any time Nobody came to settle, to do anything. Me just settle and this is where I am forever and ever. There's nothing like that anymore. We are past that stage. It's nothing like yourself. I'm living in Ghana. Tomorrow we, we, can, have, we can have a phone call that is shooting in Accra. And now this and that. I may not even be able to return to Accra. <laughs> it's only a day. Only one day. And that will be... There's nothing like any permanent something that... We are doing anywhere. You are going to be here forever. Who said you'll be here forever? Stop that settlement mentality. Can't you see already the way things have gone? But if you want to impress men or people to see you, you know, for your relatives to come and see, look at my house. This is a, hey, 
America has prospered in America. I said, big man, America. So he has this. He's always he's got a private business. He's got a private plane, a private clinic, a private house, a swimming pool, and this and that. Many people with private swimming pools don't swim. <laughs> I'm not telling you lies. They don't swim. It's there for the honor of man, for people to see that I have, a, have my own pool. Yeah. <sighs> One time I went to Dr. Noche's house. I said, brother, put on the sound system. Let us enjoy it. What is the use of this sound system? <laughs> we have to play it and be happy. Play the loudest speakers are big. We never hear the power. Let's play the power and hear the sound and be happy. <laughs> Or you don't enjoy such things. We should have parties regularly to be happy. So that we'll be happy. This life is going, but this is it too. You are waiting for the future or retirement. By the time you are an old man, you can't even have an erection. <laughs> you are now about to start enjoying life. All your power has gone. You now need Viagra. <laughs> eh? <laughs> in the days of your strength you acquired uh, the whole thing has become mulliganos now that old manship has come then you are trying to wake up it's too late <laughs> Catherine you don't enjoy such speeches you don't like such things Oldmanship has come. You are now waking up to see that you have something. The most common drug is Viagra, prescribed. All wives whose husbands can have erections and are strong, you must appreciate it. And say, brother, I am blessed to have such a powerful brother by me. Come again, in the name of Jesus. Brother, you do enjoy such things. Is this you are enjoying such things? <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Amen. You know, one time I remember, this is just by the way, I remember some people were seeing me up at the airport, New York airport. And just as I was going through, you know, I stopped and I came out and I said, I said that last thing, I said, be happy. Do, do you remember some of you? I said, be happy. And I said, look, there are 20 million Ghanaians praying to be where you are. So please be happy where you are. Because it's a wonderful thing. We have, you see, your dream. That's why, that is why this life, earth on, the life on this earth, this is not how it was planned to be. This is not it at all. That's why it would be better, the highest wisdom is to prepare for heaven and eternity. Your life is hid with Christ in God. Your life is hid with Christ in God. Your life is hid with Christ in God. Set your affection on things above, yeah. not on things on the earth. Amen. 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 Even just a decision to be happy. You know, it's important. And, and the more tent-like we are, 
even in the ministry. Even in the ministry, the Lord has even led me to be like that. The whole ministry must, the ministry must be able to operate from anywhere. When, when Pastor Joel moves out of New York, the ministry's headquarters moving out of New York, and we're going to operate from another place. And we should be able to move to another, any other place that we want to, 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 to move to and to operate from. And so also Ghana, we, have to, we can move out of Ghana and operate from another. I can move my whole office and my, all my staff out to another headquarters already set up. Your permanent plans will not work. So stop planning. Yeah. Pray for wisdom, what to do. Yeah. Amen. 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 Yeah. Pray for wisdom. Any new car you sit in, try to see if there's anything in the new car that is not in your car. You will find out there's nothing in the car. In the latest car that is not in your car. There are all mirages that we are looking for. I tell you. It's wonderful. Ability to live lower than you can live. It is only by walking through away from the honor of man. Ability to live lower. Oh yeah. I live at a lower level than I can live. Far. Far. When you come to my house, I see you see masons. I've stayed in my house with carpenters Christmas time. I'll have carpenters. They are like my children now. Since 1992, yeah, I will always have somebody breaking somewhere because as I have money, then I continue, and I don't have all the money to do all that I would like to do in one go. So gradually, I'm I'm there with them. I live at a far lower level than I could live. That's why people think that I'm rich, and I don't blame them because some, but most people in my position will be it wouldn't be easy. You see, in Ghana, there are houses that cost $500,000. One, one pastor, he came and he told the certain pastor, he said, you are a fool. How can you build a church before you build your house? Oh, yeah. How do you build a church before you build your house? Don't have, you don't have a house. You have, built, you have built, because he was being ejected by his landlord. He had built a nice church. So how do you have, you see, there are different mentalities and ways of thinking. Can you live in a tent when you are very rich? Because you are looking for something with foundations. Only when you are prepared to come lower than you could be, do you often achieve the will of God. Only when you are prepared to be lower than you could be. Amen. Are you understanding what Paul said? I know how to be abased. I know how to be about some of you let, let me let me let me just correct something right here any one of you here who will not be prepared to come to Ghana or to Africa to work for God you are sick I'm telling you that you are sick you, there's something wrong with you you have developed a wrong concept of who you are of where you are and where you come from you must be ready to do anything that God tells you. Yeah. I'm telling you, you are sick spiritually. And you know what? Anybody, you see, there are reasons why, because I employ people there, there are things that I have learned because of employment. You see, if you get a house, somebody's going to help you, a maid, two maids. One of them says, look, I'm coming to work. No problem. I can work every day 
Monday to Sunday. I don't even need a day off. Is that not so? But from 11 in the evening till 5 in the morning, I will not like to be disturbed. That is all that I'm asking. Because during that period, that period I sleep. But I don't mind every day. I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't need any day off. I can do anything. Toilet, this, child, this, driving, car, everything, everything. But all I'm asking is that this period is when I have my personal time. And I will not like to, whatever. Then another house up come for the job and says, I can do everything. I'm not so good at certain things and so on. And I'm prepared to do anything. And even in the night, at any time, if you call me, I'm prepared. I'm not good at toilets. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at children. I'm not good at But I'll do my best. And you can call me at any time. I mean, not that you can call me, but I'm ready for any time, any day. And even the things I'm not good at, I'll try and do. Which of the two, Kathy, will you choose? The second one, why? Because you try. I mean, he's always available. And what about the first one? Why don't you like the first one? Because there are restrictions. There are certain times that he won't do certain things. And so when there's restriction and certain things the person wouldn't do, you don't like the person anymore, huh? Um, you, 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 you reject the person. You choose that person. You, 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 not, you, you, you will say the person should not work for you. I would prefer this, the one who is always available. Yeah, but suppose you have to sack one and choose one. Which one would you sack? The first one. You sack the first one. You wouldn't take the first one to be with you. To be near you. No. To be with you. <laughs> no. You wouldn't give the first one money. No. Give all your money to the second one. Yes. Forgive us. She's pronouncing judgment, so. He's judging us. I wouldn't choose the second one. I wouldn't choose the first one. That's us. With our restrictions, I will, I will not do this. I will do this. I will, I will not do this. Oh, because I have this now, I'll have to be here. I'll, I'll do this, but not this. I can do this, but I cannot do this. She's passing the judgment. She is saying here, Catherine, right here. She's saying, I will not like the person. I'll sack this one. I'll give my money to this one. I wouldn't choose this one. Have you wondered why you are not choosing? <laughs> <laughs> Have you wondered why you are not choosing? Huh? <laughs> Have you wondered why you are not choosing? Because there are so many conditions to your service. God shouldn't dare to bring up certain... There are some no-go subjects with God. Even me, I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to bring up certain subjects with you. If I'm thinking of missionaries for certain places, I wouldn't come to you. Because I don't know whether you can live in a tabernacle, in a tent, when you have a mansion in Florida. Bobby. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't born in Ghana. I was born in England. I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm, I, my mother is not a Ghanaian at all. I'm only half Ghanaian. The other half is not Ghanaian. There are places I can live. You can live. But I have chosen not to be there. But I can. 
Yeah. I'm dwelling where I yeah. Some of you, if you had what I had, oh uh, because the way you have pressed and suffered to get some of you have even married people who you have not married to. Forgive Lord. You even have sex with people who you, you are not. It was originally a kind of arrangement, but it had to be real because then when they are asking questions, they say, What color this was she wearing? What this, this, that? And you have to explain. So it became real occasionally <laughs> and then became unreal. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about? Huh? Or oh, these are not things you don't know. You, you people, you, are, you always remind me of that field I went to preach and I saw the, the cows and I was so disabled. I was looking at them. Like, you are healed. It's like, they understand what I was saying. Next time you go to a farm, just find any of the animals there and try speaking to them and see. Amen. Amen. Catherine, Cathy has pronounced rejection upon that second maid. George, huh? If I was to send you back to Cofredo, you wouldn't go, would you? Yeah, would you? Huh? You don't know. Uh, I dare not. Me cry, I'm afraid to bring it up. You know the way Cofredo before. Stand up, the two of you. The way Cofredo before. These are these were our pastors in Cofredo. <laughs> Yeah. Huh? If somebody has got an American whatever, can I say that the person should stay in the eastern region of Ghana? Hey. <laughs> Not even in the capital. Take me deeper. No, you see, I want to say that I am not saying this to say anything, but I'm saying that you must pray and say, Lord, the fact that, I mean, I, I cannot be sent or it's like it will not be possible to send. There's something very wrong with me. You must say it to yourself. I cannot say it to you. I'm telling you there are some things that nobody can say to you except yourself. And when you say, say, God, have mercy on me. Show me your grace. I tell you, God will open a door for you. It doesn't mean that he's going to send you here or there. Even if he does, that is not even the issue. But God's grace will be upon you. Look, all of us, if they bring a cross right now, they say that I, they should come and nail me. I may be the first person to run away from here after all my preaching. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. So it's not as though somebody is a perfect one. We are all praying for mercy and for grace. Yeah. But when we pray for his mercy and grace, we receive his mercy and his grace. When we don't say we need his mercy and grace, then he also looks at us and says, Okay, you are a macho man, you don't even I also watch you. That is the heart change that are honesty and truth towards God in the inward part. Lord, make me pure in heart. Make my heart faithful and true. Let me let me have the right kind of heart that can say, Lord, I am more guilty than all this. Rejoiner was preaching, he went somewhere. Then he saw a certain brother who had had a very terrible marriage. I don't know if the wife has even their wife had even left him. Then suddenly the Lord spoke to him and told him that told him that and he said he rejoined her. He has a marriage that 
most people will say it's a good marriage and it's, it's a blessed marriage and he has everything. I mean, basically, it's, it's, it's a good testimony. And the Lord told him that this man is more righteous than you in his marriage, Danny. He's more righteous than you. The man with the wife who had either left him or very terrible situations. He said that he said that this man has had a very bad situation, but he has done far more with his bad situation than you have done with your good situation. Mercy Lord. He has done more with his bad marriage than you have done with your good one. And some of us are into difficult situations. It's not marriages are not all this all just the same. Some are in very difficult situations. And some with the bad situation have achieved more and have been able to stay closer to God than others with their good situation. I tell you, God is a very fair judge. That's why I say, don't hide and say it's not. Say it is genuinely to yourself and say, Lord, I have seen something today that if you look at me, you will reject me exactly because I'm a conditional servant. I've seen it really. I am like that. That's one day I just have to be. And Lord, I just come before you and say, Lord, have mercy now on me today. And just, do, I don't know what will happen to me next, Lord. I just pray for forgiveness and for help. That is what I, that is all God is asking from you. And when you pray for grace, God will have, God, all these things I'm preaching, me, I also don't know the way out. <laughs> I don't know how, how to come out of some of these things. That's as I was talking to one young man. He said, Pastor, I don't want to even start one day of this lesson. I can see the older ones. I see them. I don't want even a day. You keep me in the church. I would like to stay in the house of God. It's a good idea. Amen. So, George, and yeah, you must be able to tell us, ask yourself and speak the truth. Be able to talk, talk to your wife in the room and say, you know something? If the Lord were to ask us to go to Corporate and we may say no. I think there is something wrong with us. God should have mercy on us. God should have mercy on where we have reached in our hearts and in relation to God. Let's be honest with God. If you don't do it now, you do it one day. And that is better to give yourself the blows now. I'm coming to the narrow gate. There's one gate. Just one gate. If we can go to that gate. We have ended the camp. By 11 o'clock, we'll be out of here. I tell you, because what you don't have now and what you don't do for yourself now will be done for you. This thing will be explained in graphic detail. You will receive the blows at another place. Give yourself the blows today and correct yourself. When God reveals himself to you, 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 you almost tumble and fall on the ground. My God, I'm the most horrible creature on this earth. Kathy was very sure. She said, I will not take the first one. I want the second one. I'm sure about it. God looked down from heaven and said, Sure, I don't want this one. I don't want this one. No. Just with your same words. Because of our conditions. So brothers and sisters, the honor of man will not let us live lower than we can live. Can you live lower than you can live? Can you be less than you really are for God? It's a great thing if you can. Amen. Amen. Stand to your feet, please. Ah. Mm. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. Holy Ghost power. 
Breathe on me Yesterday's gone Worthy, worthy, worthy. 
Amen. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? Hallelujah. All right. In a bit, you cannot go through, because of the honor of man, the inability to live in the lower level of life. This message continues on the next track. Keep listening. <laughs> 